It's the final tournament in the tea break and gladly we are able to talk to you after a triumphant end for Britain versus Uzbekistan. You're listening to Ros Satar from Britwatch Sports. And George Belshaw. And uh, yeah, um, a little bit of redemption for Cameron Norrie, we think. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I don't know. I mean, he should be beating the world number 516, I suppose. So. He, should be, he should have been beating the world number 434 <laughs> yeah. as well, to be fair. So, you know, I think he said himself, you know, had he played Istamin, who of course pulled out just before the start of the match, you know, had he played him and beaten him, then I think we'd all be saying, you know, great redemption, great mentality, blah, blah, blah. You know, he's turned out being a pretty weak guy, to be perfectly honest. Yeah, I think... Um, yeah. I think once the opening nerves died down for him, he he, he got better as the uh, matches went on. We do apologise in advance for all the banging and clattering as they take apart the arena, <laughs> literally around us. Gone already. Literally around us. But but yeah. Um, so what does this actually mean? Well, very good <laughs> question. So we at least will be seeded. Or February's qualifying. Which is home and away. Which is home and away. Um, and in theory, I mean, I can't tell you exactly who's going to be in and who's not at the minute. Australia are currently not seeded, so I mean, that would be a pretty tricky tie if that was yeah. thrown up. Um, I believe Uzbekistan are in there as well. That would be away to Uzbekistan, which I'm sure... Everybody would be loving... Would you know, Straight after Australia. Be interested to see how many people we get out to that if that was the case. And then you've got, I think, Colombia are one of the teams in there. Um, so, you know, Australia aside, really, you'd expect Britain to be winning um, whoever they face. There is, of course, the slim possibility that we might be one of the two nations handed a wild card. Um, now, everyone seems to think Switzerland will get one of them. And Serbia the other. Yeah, Serbia, I don't know if there's any actual foundation to Serbia's name being mentioned. Um, I think I think that's more of a prediction than anything. Um, but Switzerland, from all people who know these things, seems to be the one name that's pretty much a dead cert. Um, you know, Britain, Leon Smith made a pretty good rallying cry for us to get one. You know, they said, mm. we've won it in 2015. We've hosted this big kids' day. I don't know if that was motivated well, towards that. Yeah, I found that a bit tenuous. I think, but I think he's um, kind of saying, "Look, who treats the Davis Cup like we do?" You know, yeah, that you makes know, more sense. I think that's where it was kind of hammering down with that point. Um, so yeah, I think we've got a shot. I'd be quite surprised if we actually did get one. Uh, in yeah. many ways, particularly being seeded, I think that makes it more tricky. I mean, we don't know what the ITFs. Uh, criteria is beyond that a country has to have a top 10 ranked player or be a top 50 ranked Davis Cup team so that's about anyone on the planet yeah um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah I mean if you look at the actual top ranked 50 teams it's yeah yeah uh, you know a goat in outer Mongolia probably stands a good chance of uh, playing for the Davis yeah. Cup there's only one team not ranked in the top 50 outer are, Mongolia uh, <laughs> well <laughs> there's only one team ranked outside the top 50 who have a top 10 player and that's Bulgaria so they're the 51st team who could be involved in wildcard well, scenarios. We may as well make the most of it while Grigor is still exactly. in the top 10, really. So, I mean, yeah, I'd be surprised if Bulgaria were handed one, but I think that's an interesting side point. 
you know, for a team who's got a top 10 player who wouldn't be there otherwise. It, it was a bit of a flat end, unfortunately, as well, because obviously um, 3-1 means that we've, we've won. But, uh, you know, it would have been a lovely opportunity for Jay Clark to get a run out. I think people wanted to see tennis. Um, Leon was explaining that, you know, let's be honest, dead rubbers are not the most enthralling. A lot of people have got mm. trains and planes to catch to, to get back. Not everybody that comes here uh, a local. Um, a bit unfortunate for Jay, but, uh, I I mean, but he'll get his chance, I'm, I'm sure. Yeah, I mean... I actually I do agree with Leon on the dead rubber side of things. I don't see why we couldn't just throw on a quick championship tiebreak with Jay Clark or something. Just tiebreak tens even yeah, would be a bit of fun. I think just something would have been good for AJ to get out in front of that crowd and yeah. B make it a little bit longer because I think under two hours is a bit bit of a poor showing really when you consider the ticket prices are the same as seven and a half hours you get on Friday. Yeah. Um, you know the doubles outlasted this quite considerably <laughs> I know. Um, so you know I think I think that's a little bit disappointing um, having said that I suppose every other sporting event you go to it's about 90 minutes so you know compared to other things it's fair enough I guess yeah I mean well it's football anyway. but it's, it's, it's this witching hour though that most people who've got their flights will have got like the later flights to hold off um, yeah of course uh, you know, leaving in the middle of the tournament. So, I thought I was cutting it fine by booking an <laughs> 8:40 flight. Most people were on the 9:20 back to London, yeah. um, and I thought 8:40 was me being a bit of a daredevil. Um, <laughs> and now here we are, at about half two. Yeah. So, oh well, half. five to four actually. I don't know the time. There we go. Five to four. Four and a half hours to kill. I know in Glasgow Airport. Can't wait. Uh huh. Okay. Well, we will be back uh, for. I believe, the World Tour Finals. Yes, I will rear my ugly head again there. Okay. <laughs> well, I, I hesitate to agree with you. Um, <laughs> Face for radio. <laughs> That's my line. Uh, you've been listening to Roz. And George. And uh, thanks for your uh, indulgence over this weekend. <laughs>